being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are back, Drive Radio. And I uh, appreciate you guys all listening. If you're listening to a replay show of ours, we are live on December 10th today. If you're listening to a replay show, thank you. We appreciate it. We're talking about buying cars and, of course, answering questions, doing all the things we do each and every week as well. The guys from Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder are with us, Justin and Josh. And, of course, Legacy Automotive as well. It's all part of the same in Boulder, Ridgeline Automotive. And Ridgeline Auto Brokers, I should say, and Legacy Automotive, all the same. Uh, Buck and Cheyenne, though, you've been holding the longest. What's going on, sir? Well, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I thought I would be politically incorrect. You, right are, you are fine in doing so, Buck. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you. I've uh, got a kind of a laundry list. Uh, i got a, 90, uh, a 1965 Plymouth Savoy, four-door, huh. six-cylinder, three-on-the-tree. Okay. with my grandparents, and I thought I was going to get around to fixing it up, and I'm not going to, and I don't think any of my grandkids or anybody would be interested in it and i'd like to sell it because worldwide yes they take them kind yes. of as is where is yes the interior is rough but it's all matching numbers perfect except for a very little rest perfect that's a perfect car for them buck just give them a call uh they'll arrange everything even come get the car if need be whatever they need to do yes that's that, that's your ticket to getting rid of it okay uh, got about ninety thousand. Perfect. Thing is you're talking, talking about buying used stuff. I haven't bought a new car since I think we bought one for my wife in two thousand two, and I bought several used pickups. And I like to buy a fleet vehicle because uh, most of the time you have an idea what kind of maintenance they've had. True. Very true. Yeah, if you buy, and, and that's a good point, Buck. If you buy an ex-fleet vehicle from somebody that you know is a good fleet, does a good job on their maintenance, and typically the fleet will even have records and so on, yeah, nothing wrong. I mean, the only fleet vehicle, Buck, I wouldn't buy is a rental car fleet car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, oh, yes. Or an oil truck. Some of the oil truck cars yeah. can be, yeah, they can be a little, little rough as well. Not, not because be of maintenance, rough. but just because of what they do and where they're at. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, I'm looking at trying to buy a used Taurus, and uh, uh, I'm kind of looking. I'd like to buy a police interceptor because I know what how they were built by yeah. Ford, and they have the three five is what I'd really like to have, but they cheapened them up and went with the three seven. Now, is the three seven was that the one that was in the Mustang? And and had a supercharger or blower on it. I don't 
think so. They did the. They only did the V8s that they supercharged, to my knowledge, Buck. I don't think they supercharged any of the V6s, to my... And again, I'm not a Ford guy, but not to my knowledge. Okay, I know you're not a Ford guy, but supposedly I've been doing a little research, and supposedly they used that 3.7 in a Mustang at some stage. Now we're talking back, you know, from about 2011 up to about 2019. Because they quit the Taurus in 19. Right, right. And uh, uh, looking, I'd like to buy the all-wheel drive living up here in Cheyenne. Sure, so. I don't blame you for that. And, I, and again, I, I, please, if somebody knows on the Mustang, because I'm not a Ford guy and don't know the Mustang world as well as I do the some of the other worlds, Buck. But And again, I'm just going from memory. I don't believe they did a factory supercharged V6 Mustang, but again, I could be wrong. Okay. Okay, well, that is all I have. Again, I wish you a Merry Christmas, and uh, uh, hopefully the people in Washington won't screw things up so bad that we can't have a prosperous New Year. Let's hope so, Buck. I appreciate that, by the way, too. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you as well. Okay, one thing I wanted to get to when buying cars, and we got lines open. You can call in any questions you've got. If you want to add something or have a question even on uh, used car, new car purchase, we can cover either one of those, 303-477-5600. Text line as well. I've got a couple of messages I'll read here in a moment. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. And i got a tire question that came in as well, which we'll get to because we can answer that also here momentarily. But let's talk for a moment, guys, about... Not you guys, because you're a different deal buying cars from you guys. It's dealing with the same guy. You do the whole nine yards. If somebody needs finance, you do that. It's it's one fell swoop, easy transaction, done deal. That's kind of the, the ad for you guys is easy, peasy, out you go, done deal. Mm-hmm. You're not getting shoved all over the dealership to get something nope. done. You deal with one person right. all the way through. There's a lot of even larger used car lots and especially new car dealers buying used or new. You're going to end up in what we call... The hot box. Right. Okay. Now, what is the hot box? Some of you are thinking, what is that? Well, it's actually the F&I, the finance, and what's the I stand for? Insurance. Insurance. Okay. The finance and gap insurance guy. We call it the hot box because you get the deal all done. You've handled your sales guy or GM guy or whatever, and you've got everything all done and handled, and you've got your price settled, and everything's all taken care of. But before you know it, you're in another office. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's usually back away from everything else, and it's usually an office. It's not usually a cubicle somewhere. It is actually the F&I guy's office, and they call it the hot box because in some cases they used to make it a little bit hot inside there on purpose. Mm -hmm. So you'd be sweating in there, and you'd want to get out as quickly as you could, but you usually didn't, and in some cases you can spend an hour in the F&I office, which we don't want you doing because, honestly, that should be like a five-minute trip. Everything's everything else has already been handled, but when you get to the F and I department, the hot box, they're going to try to sell you what, guys? Well, there's some things that are good that they're going to try to sell you is gap insurance if you're not putting any money down. But um, we, we which, have by the way, you can buy on your own with your own insurance company for less money. True, very true. So you should do that so. that equation on the front side before ever going in there, anyways. In my opinion, but we've got warranties, we've got glass protection, uh, key protection. Uh, wheel and tire protection. Locks. Uh, <laughs> wheel locks. Wheel yeah. locks. Uh, GPS systems. Th- th- this is where the money is made that in the dealership. Is. This Thank is where they Justin. make their money. Yes. Th- this is all of the quote-unquote, 
icing on the cake that they are going to try to sell you on the car before you leave. And this is where it gets really dicey because it will change your payment. It will change everything because the price of the car is literally changing before your eyes as you go through and do all these things. And what I will tell you is straight up, you don't need any of it. You don't need any of it. If you want gap insurance, add it to your policy. Correct. Your own insurance company will sell it to you for less money than you'll buy it from them for. So, you know, if you're buying a warranty from a dealership, you're talking $50, $60 a month they're adding to your payment. Take that 50 or $60 and Thank put, you, put it in a jar. Thank you, Justin. You know, you're yes. you're going to have repairs. They're going to come up. You're better off saving yes. that money and, and paying for the repair. You're better off using that money for the maintenance the car needs and not spending it in your payment. Absolutely. Now... Also along those lines, I want to make sure that we're clear on this. Most dealerships, not all, but most of them, when they talk about an extended warranty, it's not. It's a service contract. Yes. It is not an extended warranty. Extended warranties can only be sold on a brand new car through the dealer from the manufacturer that makes the car itself. So if you're going and buying a new Cadillac, it will be a GM, a Cadillac, extended warranty through them. It's the most expensive warranty you will buy, but it is the only quote-unquote extended warranty you can buy. Anything else you buy that does not have that Cadillac name on it will be a service contract. Yes. And it will say that on there because legally they cannot sell you an extended warranty. That is correct. Okay. So th- another one of those name things, because they'll call it a warranty, to Justin's point, it will not be a warranty. It will be an extended service contract by a third party who, by the way, makes determinations as to, A, who can fix it, B, how much they're going to pay to fix it, and C, what are they covering. Yes. Right. Yep. And in some cases, send an adjuster out to determine if they're even going to do any of those three I just said. They're going to try to get out of making that repair. Okay. So don't buy extended service contracts. If you're going to do anything at all, and I'm not even a fan of these, but if you're going to do anything at all on a new car, you buy the extended warranty the manufacturer sells, not the service contract. Which, by the way, you can go buy. If you really want a service contract, these guys can sell you a service contract on any car if you want one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy it from the dealer, is my point. And you'll get a better deal buying it straight up from Josh or Justin than you will buying it at the used or new car dealership you just showed up at. Yeah, absolutely. So it, you can buy these elsewhere. Not, and by the way, you'll get about 100 phone calls on one as well. Yeah, just a side note. <laughs> You're not going to buy any of those either. Sorry, I just want to throw that in. But yeah, they'll they'll find you on a deserted island and let you know you need an extended service contract on your car. Uh, so believe me, they're going to try to sell you one anyways. And no, you do not need one. So all right, let's take a call here from Craig. Is next, Craig? Go ahead. Hey, John. Um, the caller on the Ford Parsons. Yes. I those were part of the EcoBoost engine. Those V6s were That's what yeah. I thought. I, I, I thought on the Mustang, that, you know, again, I, I knew they did some hopped-up versions of that, but to my knowledge, they were all the twin-turbo engines, right, Craig? Well, I don't think the 3.0, he mentioned the 3.7. I don't know if that was turbocharged. That might have been their naturally aspirated one, but... Uh, okay. They, 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 in those police interceptors, I think those are, especially if he's looking for all-wheel drive. Those were 3.5s, right? Yes. I okay. So. Okay. Thank you. 
And then uh, a suggestion to the state of Colorado. I don't know how often you travel east of Denver on I-70, but where there are only two lanes involved, people from out of state do not know that that left lane is not the speed limit lane where you go 75 because the speed limit is posted to that and you stay there. If a faster vehicle approaches, they're supposed to get over. But evidently, they've never been taught this. No, they've not. So we need to post some signs out there. I noticed there's a complete lack of signs that say, keep right, except to pass. You are correct. And by the way, I got another note from Brent, who works for Josh. The only supercharged V6 Ford ever was the 3.8 in the old Thunderbirds. Thank you, Brent. I appreciate that. I, again, I'm not a Ford guy, but I know I've got a lot of you that listen that are. So so you're right, Craig. They did not do any of that in the Mustang. Yeah, that was called the Ford Thunderbird Super Coupe. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay, that's all I had. Oh, Craig, appreciate it very much. Thank you. One other thing, too, just as a side note, and we'll take a break, but I don't know. I need to look this up. But CDOT, who now has all of the I-70 construction for the most part done as far as the roadway is concerned and all the HOV lanes are done, they need to turn on the tolls because far too many people are using them that wouldn't be if they had to pay the toll. This includes 18-wheelers. So it's about, it's about time, CDOT, turn on the dang tolls, because I'm tired of the stupid thing being all jammed up with 18-wheelers. Sorry, there's my rant for today. Jeff, Mike, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Alignment and Tire Rotation Special. Winter in Colorado can be tough on your car. Now, through the end of the month, get your vehicle aligned and all four tires rotated for just $99.99. For just $99.99. Geno's can also check to see that your heater is working properly with the cold months ahead. For over 39 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a NAPA Peace of Mind warranty covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. This holiday season, Geno's would like to thank all their clients and longtime customers for their patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them, and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents, so put this number into your phone. 
806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the guys are with us today. And if you have a question, by the way, buying... Or even selling a new or used car, let us know. We'll give you some more tips throughout the show today, 303-477-5600. And, again, I know we've got a lot of calls that have built up as well. We'll get to those also. But you know, thanks, by the way, everyone that's calling, and I appreciate it very much. 303-477-5600. Jeff and Golden, you're next. Hey, how you doing? Good, Jeff. Good. Hey, quick question. I was uh, – I raced the, the, the dirt oval stuff for IMCA in that sport compact class. I don't know if I've talked to you about this. But uh, anyway, we're allowed to tune the computers, and I had tuned one a couple of years ago. I, I brought it to a Colorado Speed and Chassis was the name of the shop, and okay. he did a great tune uh, and everything and did everything great, right? So I call him back, and he's no longer supporting HP tuners because he, he's afraid of the fines that yep. he can mm-hmm. get from Yeah, he's you know. not the only one. So who, do, who does a guy Great question. I, that's a uh-huh. SEMA right now, the, you know, Specialty Equipment Manufacturing Association. They are doing their best to try to push back against the EPA. But, you know, with the administration we have right now and the way the EPA is acting, I mean, Jeff, they are coming down hard on anyone that's doing any kind of tuning. I don't care yeah. if it's off-road only. Uh, if you do any kind of a delete, if you, you anything, you, you, you name it. If it is anything that changes the parameters emission-wise on a vehicle, they are coming down hard. Yeah, yeah. to that point, uh, Colorado is, is following California laws now. Yep. Cool. It's, it's getting to be a big deal, Jeff. So who, who do you go to? I have no idea. Okay. So I'm not going to find it, Tuners, what's going on. Um, here, I, mean, I don't think until we had a, have an administration change, potentially in 2024, I think the answer right now is no. Yeah, the fines for these shops are outrageous, Huge. and they're not willing to take the risk. In some cases, Jeff, it's not even a fine. It's a we're shutting you down. Correct. Yeah. Yep. 
a lot of, a lot of the diesel shops. Yeah, that's it's what just I'm shutting you down. We're and, not running only operate. And then they're also pulling the customer list. Correct. So the potential for them to come after the person who had it done. The potential to for them coming after you is even there. Right. And they don't have because I was going to go to the website and try to read the law or whatever to see if here's a race car. I mean, it's not you know what I mean. It's going to get you know it's a Chevy Cavalier, but it's a race car. Right, and that's the that's the point that SEMA is making is a lot of these vehicles that are getting tuned. The you know vast majority of them, they're pull trucks or they're like you, they're doing off road racing or whatever the case may be. And uh, you know what? And I will also say this: there's also th- this is Jeff in a lot of ways the fault of our own knuckleheads in this industry that will do those things and then still run them on the street. They'll do a delete kit. They run it on the street. On and on we go. I mean, we're our own worst enemy sometimes, Jeff, because a lot of these guys that, you know, the the rolling coal guys, Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, Jeff, if you want to go blame anybody for where we're at right now, blame those guys. They're the ones that have caused this. It lays right there. That's right. They're the ones to blame, Jeff. So true. They have screwed it up for the rest of us. Yeah, Yeah, such a simple tune. Our tune is very simple. I mean, it's we're talking about a an O2 Cavalier, it literally has like three adjustments total is all you can do, but right. it's very important. You know what I mean? It's very right. important to get the horsepower. Right. Yeah. Anyways, to answer your question, I don't know because they've really, really locked these guys down hard. I mean, I think the only thing, and I don't know of it, I mean, unless there's an underground you know, a resource where there's some guys doing some stuff underground. Nobody knows about it. They're not advertised and so on. But even they, those guys are just, I mean, all it takes is the wrong undercover guy. Because th- this is how bad it is, Jeff. Instead of worrying about what's coming across the border and trying to strop, yeah. stop the fentanyl and all the nonsense is coming across the border, they're going to come after you for the tune in your Cavalier. That's our problem. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just being oh, honest, guys. Perfect. This is not politics. It's dumbness. Yeah, I was very surprised. I did not. I was caught off guard on that when I called back because it had been about two or three years since he had done it. You know what I mean? And he was like, "No, I will not support HP tuners anymore." He's like, "I just can't." I, I don't blame him. I wouldn't back. either if I was him, to be honest with you, because they are one of the ones that they are looking at right now with a microscope. Sure. Right. So. Wow. Well, yeah. that answers that. There's places I can go to Iowa and Kansas. I mean, there's places you got to go out of state to do it. Correct. I mean it's. You and know, to Justin's point, that's because in Colorado, they're they're going to come down hard on us here. Yeah, I mean, you go Nebraska, Kansas, Wyoming. Well, there's there's plenty of states right next to us that you, you can what go you to. What you may end up having to do is find somebody that's already had a computer tuned and just give you the computer. Well, I've got those. I've got a couple. I've got, you know what I mean? I've, but going to the wheels is always a little better once you start. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, I hear you. It's a little bit. Who do you guys know out of state? Do you guys know anybody in Iowa? Because the only one I know is in Iowa. I don't have any in Kansas. I don't either. Yeah, no recommendations, no. I have not kept on. And then again, even some of the, when it comes to some of the things that are on, especially the newer model vehicles, there there is no one doing it, period. They just don't exist. So. Okay, boys. Well, I appreciate that. No, you're very welcome. No, great. And by the yeah. way, we had not a topic we've covered much, so thank you for that. No, I, I appreciate that. Mike and Highlands Ranch, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, John, a uh, quick question about um, the hot box and stuff. I, You know, they get you in and they want to sell you an ex- uh, uh, extended warranty. Aren't you double dipping? You already have the warranty on the new car. You do. So you buy one and you're starting off with zero. Say it's three-year 36,000, you've got two warranties starting at zero to 36, let's say. A lot My of times... understanding is you can go in at 35,900 and buy one. You can. 
Yeah. Especially the factory warranty, you definitely can do that. Yeah, and they will yes, actually, for all right. of you listening, if you buy a new, I don't know, Chevy Tahoe, you get to that 30,000 mark or so, Mike, the factory will be sending you cards asking you, would you like to f- sign up for our GM extended warranty, which at that point it actually is. So, yeah, Mike, you don't have to buy it that day. You've got plenty of time to do that. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Well, I've talked to plenty of people that I said, you're double covered. You just bought something you don't need for the thir- first three Yeah, what, what if that car gets totaled in the next two years? What if you decide to sell it in year three? I mean, there's all sorts of things that can happen. Yeah, I would not be doing anything at all, even if I wanted to buy one, until year three in that case. I agree. Well, you know, I just had to laugh. I went, wait, it already has a warranty on right. my Toyota. You're Why right. do I need one starting now? You don't. Excuse me? Yeah, some of these factory warranties, though, if you if you buy a ninety thousand mile vehicle from Ford, sure, sure. you can buy a extended factory warranty that'll cover you for another fifty, sixty thousand miles. And when you're getting up into those miles, that may be worth it. But you need to make sure it is a factory warranty, there not not some off brand warranty. There you go. Good one, Justin. Yeah, no, I understand that. I my question was more pointed to the brand new car. Yep. And, no, you're right. It's amazing to me how many people end up. Oh, I. Well, and you know why, Mike? Because in the hot box, you know, this car's got thirty-five thousand computers on it, and you know, at any point in time, one of those could go bad. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but Mike, that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. All right, fellas. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're very yeah, you welcome. Bet. Appreciate it. Sorry, I mean, I'm just, you know, but that's what the, it is. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, they'll tell you it's got 15 computers and this, that, and the other, and, you know, it's one of the biggest repairs we have in the shop, and blah, 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 and, well, yeah. Now they're all in the glass because of ADOS. Oh, there you go, too. So that's they, too true. So they, yeah, Good point. That's Good the one point. selling on you. Jeff and Steamboat, Merry Christmas. What's going on? Well, Merry Christmas to you. What a beautiful day we have up here. Awesome. And we're expecting some more snow for skiing and we're just getting into this beautiful season but nice. i tell you the um this topic you're talking about today the worst vehicle name i can think of is recently is Stellantis. what the hell that means uh yeah well that's the ownership group that owns them all <laughs> oh man and anyway um i'm doing something that we were laughing about that we don't do often and that's sell a vehicle and that's what I'm doing today. We uh, we put the the 2002 All Road on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. I've had more. I've had tons of calls. And I'm so sure you I, have because that's a rare car, as you know. Yeah, it is, and it's you know it's a six speed, and that's what you know, makes it rare. Yeah. So yeah, I've got a lady coming up from Colorado Springs. Should be up here around 1:15. Nice. And I yeah, so um, it's just time. I. Well, and, and okay, really quick, since this is a good segue to a lot of other folks that are listening, and you know this, so this will be, you know, just just a reiteration, Jeff, on your end. But for those of you listening, if you sell a car on your own, number one, make sure that you have got, in my opinion, cash in hand. Do not take a cashier's check. Do not take any other form of funds. Don't even take a, a bank wire transfer. You want good old-fashioned greenbacks when you sell that car. You should give them a bill of sale, Jeff, because they need that oh, yeah. to travel. Because you're going to take your license plates and any other information that regards to, you know that comes back to you out 
of that vehicle. The other thing that I would make sure is done, and this is not a have to, but I would make sure the next person buying it has insurance just to make sure that it does not come back to you any way, shape, or form. Make sure that they're insured before they leave your premises. Outside of that, you know what else to do. Yeah, thank you, but that's a good reminder. And um, I, actually, I'm pulling some old registrations out of the car right Pull now. Pull everything out. You got it. Everything. Uh, yep. And uh, um, it was funny. Her husband, um, who's a, a government contractor, he's a veteran like I am, but he worked, he's working in Costa Rica. And so we've been writing back and forth on uh, texting, and uh, he's like, you know, he's got a, a lift in his garage. The guy's a real a mechanic, too. He's worked for okay. different places, but... Um, he's a Volkswagen Audi guy, and they have a couple other rare ones. So this will be the fifth one in his fleet. Oh, said. nice. Okay, well, that helps. So you at least but the guy, at least the person buying it knows what, knows what they're doing. Then that helps. Right, and it's for his wife who's coming to to look at it. Okay. So and but yeah, I've had uh, uh, three or four other serious uh, um, uh, buyers. So we'll have to see what happens. But I think it's going to be perfect. Uh, so, so I can put my truck in the in the barn again. There we go. <laughs> and and Jeff, to to add to John's point um, about protecting uh-huh. yourself with the greenbacks, the other thing that you, is hard for you where you live, but to protect you is have you done an emissions test on that vehicle? Because if you sell that vehicle to someone and it fails emissions, that vehicle can come right back to you. I hate to say it, and I know you're not in an emissions zone. But that's important. Right. But, yeah, but that is very emissions. important. Yeah, that's I know very true. Good you might point. have to come down to the front range to get that test. Okay, um, I'll tell them that and uh, um, see if we can, you know, if they want to just do it or if they want me to have it done. Okay. Yeah, thanks. That's a good, another good point. Um, but you know what? I was got to tell you, I texted you last week when we were, or no, over Thanksgiving, we were in Scottsdale. And, um, yeah. Uh, I had this call from this company to do a, an a, uh electric corvette all-wheel drive and i thought we had them coming to colorado but they ended up going to, to utah okay so that's uh they just uh, they thing. just released a picture of that uh late last night around midnight or so i want to say is that right yeah, yes i thought it would probably be a code red job they wouldn't even half the time they can't tell us what it is no they're just... actually starting to publicize the goofy thing now jeff go figure <laughs> is that going to be something that somebody said where are you going to put the other person if you bring some skis? And I said, yeah, I don't know what to Yeah, you're not, as you know. <laughs> but uh, fun fun things. We I just got a call for a Jeep job that wants snow now. So nice. hopefully we'll salvage it before Christmas. Nice. And everybody will be, be happy. But, Good hey, stuff. I really love your shows. Jeff, and thanks. I got, a, I got a call sometime on the um, Fix-It Radio. We have a, a, one of the reasons we went to Arizona for Thanksgiving is our, our Viking oven is broken, and they don't make the valve anymore. Uh. And, uh, we're going, oh, what a deal. But we had a nice time anyway. Well, good deal. Good deal. The kids all came. Perfect. Well, thanks again. Jeff, thanks. No, Merry Christmas. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Eric, hang tight. We'll come back and talk to you as well. And, again, we're talking about buying, selling new cars, used cars. And uh, you know what? Jeff just reminded me of something. There's also some scams that are going on and some new ones I didn't know anything about that I just learned about this past week through various things. We'll talk about some of that as well so you guys are up on that. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Drive Radio KLZ 560.
Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to talk about tires, specifically winter tires. For winter driving, the Rubber Manufacturers Association recommends a MS-rated tire. This will be identified by the letters M and S with a pictograph of a mountain with a snowflake on one of the sidewalls of the tire. In Colorado, studded snow tires are legal and often recommended. However, there are several special precautions that must be taken when utilizing studded snow tires. First, only new tires should be fitted with studs. And when studding tires on a front-wheel drive vehicle, all four tires should always be studded. Secondly, it is very important that you break in the new studded snow tires. For the first two to 300 miles, it is important to avoid aggressive driving to include acceleration and braking. This will allow the studs to set permanently in the tire. Third, it is important to ensure that you rotate the tires correctly. There are actually as many as seven different tire rotation patterns, but it is critical to ensure that when rotating studded snow tires, the tire rolling direction should never be changed. This can be achieved by rotating the tires from front to rear on the same side of the vehicle. Lastly, it is important to note that studded tires may actually decrease vehicle performance in many driving conditions and should not be used year-round in our climate. So take care of your tires and your tires will take care of your car and keep everybody safe in the harshest Colorado driving conditions. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303 6620789 
That's 303-662-0789. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical Heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. And yes, it is very, very important to pay attention to potential scams. And we'll get into some of this. And Jeff, if, if you're still listening, everything you said a moment ago... My only concern is I don't like this whole somebody's out of the country, Costa Rica, blah, 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 the wife's coming. Okay, that's fine. Just make sure cash on the barrel head, and they're good. No Venmo. Yeah, no Venmo. Venmo. We'll talk about some of that in a moment as well. No Venmo, no deposit, no nothing, cash on the barrel head only, or it's a no-dice deal. So there's a lot, and I mean a lot of scams out there. We'll get into a few of those as well. And and again, I said it a moment ago, but I want to make sure I remind everybody of this. When you sell your vehicle, please remove the license plates from it. It doesn't matter if it's going down the road without any. That's on them, not you. No, you're not letting them have the plates to get home. No. They've got bill of sale. They've got title. If they get pulled over, it's easy for them to show what's going on. That's all they need, especially on a Saturday or a Sunday. Not a problem. You are not leaving your plates on the vehicle while they go home. Not happening. Yep, no. we agree. You don't, okay. you don't want the police knocking on your door no. for what they're doing in your car. <laughs> or exactly. they will be. So, Eric and Thornton, you're next. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, a follow-up to last week, John. I forgot to bring this up last week. You got a guy who had come back from... Uh, I think from Utah via 80, and he was commenting about what Wyoming used for the roads and, you know, for uh, sanding the roads and whatnot. Okay. And just want to say what Wyoming uses is what's called grit, and it's not even the grit that we use, what CDOT uses. It is basically ground up red clay dirt mixed with, I was told the other day by a CDOT worker, it's like 90-10, it's like 90% grit. 10% 10% salt. Hmm. And, yeah, it will. If, if you get too close to the plow trucks or that stuff, when the uh, other vehicles kick it up, man, it's hell on your vehicle. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, if, it if it's, really it's dirt. But it works. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and, a sand, basically, and, what and it is. In the wintertime, if you, if you drive on 25 or 80 or 90 or 85 or some of the other roads there in Wyoming, you'll notice that they're red in the wintertime, and that's why, because gotcha. of that grit. Gotcha. It's all over. Um, uh I just drew a blank as to something else I was going to say. Oh, regarding tu- the tuners, um, you know, what's funny is is they want to make these, all the tuners illegal, but in many cases, a lot of these tuners, the cars actually run cleaner yeah. and are more efficient. Yes. I used to, I, I, when, when I had my 2000 Dakota, I had a uh, tuner on it, and I, I mean, at 150,000 miles and 14 years old, it passed emissions 
almost, I mean, they, they would test it twice sometimes because they couldn't believe the numbers were that low. But if I took the, turned the tuner off and went in there, it would read higher. Yeah, your, your government officials don't understand that. No, nor care. No, no, they don't, which is unfortunate. <clears throat> but, you know, then again. And, uh, oh, and John, regarding the trucks in the HOV lane. Yes. Uh, the express toll people only catch about 10% of them. I know. Even when the tolls are turned on. UPS uses the I-25 express lanes for their own private racetrack. And well, why can't I, and I'm, I'm confused as to why they can't identify those. Uh, sometimes I think it has to do with the license plates uh, or, you know, where they're at because, uh, I, I don't know, I've got a friend that drives for UPS and he does it all the time and he says in five years he's he's only heard about it once. He says and they seem to rarely know it. And I've actually done it in the truck twice, once to, both times to avoid all the other lanes being tied up for an accident. And my boss is, the last time I did it was in August. And she's never gotten a fine or anything for it. Interesting. Yeah, you'd think they'd get that fixed. That's a huge revenue source. You'd think they, because every axle they charge for, you'd think they would do that. Uh, yeah, because it's because because if you have five or if you, if you have uh, three or more axles, I think it's forty. It's a forty dollars. It's a chunk. Uh, yeah, fine. it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we because I asked her the last time I did it because we were coming down and, tra- and there was a huge accident at about one hundred twenty-eight, and we were backed up past four seventy. And I was talking to my boss on the radio, and I said, I had a a train to make, and I'm like, I'm not going to sit here in this all day. And I jumped over in the HOV lane when it cleared and came down, went, took it all the way down past 120th before I got back over. I've asked her, I said, Did you ever get a fine for that? She goes, Nope, never gotten anything. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, good to know. I didn't know that. Thanks. Yeah, it seems seems to be completely hit and miss and and at random. But at the same time, the one on I 70, has pretty much turned into a racetrack yep. now. Yep. Um, the the other day, I Saturday night, the wife and I came, were cutting across down across town on seventy, and I'm in the HOV lane doing seventy five, and I got passed by cars doing ninety. Oh, easy. Um, yeah. And then of course, and then a few minutes later, I got passed by the unmarked Denver cop who pulled over two of the ninety mile an hour cars. Nice. Well, that's good. That's a plus. Yeah. So what's your that karma? But hey, going back to the uh, emissions, what is their rhyme or reason for the tailpipe versus uh, the just plugging in? Because like my Frontiers, a fifteen, it just went this year for first time for emissions, and I was in and out of there in less than ten minutes. They never, they didn't do the sniffer. All they no. did was depends plug on the, into the depends on the year of the vehicle, and in some cases, uh, I hate to say this, but my feeling is some sometimes it's just the luck of the draw as to which guy you get and what they want to do at that time. But no, there there is a formula for which ones are putting on the dyno, which ones are getting a sniff test to, and which ones they just do the the basically the computer check on. Yeah. So if it's ever had an IM two forty or the sniffer test, it has to have that test again. They they will not just plug into it. So yeah. if it's had that test once, that's the only way they're allowed to test it in the future. Yeah, this was the first time that, like I say, it's a 2015 uh, Nissan Frontier, and it was the very first time it's been. Yeah, it's seven years tested. out, so yeah, yeah it's the first time for it, and that'll just be a computer test yeah. at this point. Yeah, so I mean, because of what know, Justin yeah, said, that, that was nice. Yeah, well, that, like I said, I was in another in ten minutes. Yeah. Well, Josh, the, they also they also checked the pressure on my uh, gas cap. Yeah, yes. Josh, the the computer, if it has an emissions issue. It's going to throw a light. Correct. It will. Correct. Yeah, yeah the new ones will. It's yeah. monitoring faster than anything else. That, and yeah. that's why they don't put on the dyno anymore, yep. Eric. Don't need to. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, that was nice to be in another in 10 minutes. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, all right. All right, man. Appreciate it. No, good stuff. Fred and Jeffco, hang tight. Gary as well. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. No one likes to be that person. You know the one stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy. And make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Today's show is zipping by. We are live today, December 10th. So if you're listening to a replay show, you know what day we did this on. And it's a very, very nice day out today. What's it going to be like 
on down the road. I have no idea, but we have a really, really nice weekend ahead of us. So if you're still out doing all your last-minute Christmas shopping and getting all that ready to go, hope you're having a good time. Merry Christmas to everybody. Again, Ridgeline uh, Auto Brokers are with us today, Josh and Justin, as well as Legacy Automotive. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Fred in Jefferson County, you are next. Go ahead, Fred. Yeah, I see you have... Hi, guys. I want to tell you this. Boy, you got a great program. Thank you. Thank you. It's a real public service. Uh, what? Uh, and my question here uh, reflects that. I uh, was listening to one of your, I forget whether it was a replay or not here, maybe a week or so ago, and somebody on your uh, program there was uh, mentioning a window cloth. Yeah, Norwex. Okay, that is... Uh, I tried to call that uh, number, and maybe I got the uh, name or the spelling wrong. It's uh, it's real quick, Fred, and for everybody else that? listening, it's N O R W E X. So Norwex, and they've got a website. You can buy them on Amazon. Uh, they're you know they're kind of listed everywhere, and they've got a full line of products. But specifically, we were talking about their their window cleaning cloths. Okay, and that's Nor N like in uh, Nancy. North <laughs> like in Nancy or North. So Nor, just like North, only it's N-O-R-W-E-X. So almost like Norwax, only it's W-E-X, Norwex. I got you. And is that dot .com? Yes, it is, actually. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, on behalf of everybody that takes advantage of your service here, well, I thank you. Well, thank you, Fred. We appreciate it very much. And I thank you for the kind words. I appreciate that. Mark in Denver, you're up. Uh, this is Mark. Hey, Mark. How's it going, sir? Hey, update on the 19000 I spent on the 2003 Tahoe. I bought myself a quality used car. Yes, you did. I kept you my built own. a quality used own. car. <laughs> yeah, I built my own. <laughs> Good job. How, how, so how's it all going? How's it turned out? Oh, my God. I, worth every penny. It was worth every penny. Well, I had one problem at the beginning. The check engine light came on. I said, oh, great. What's going on here? What happened is the knock sensor wiring room, brand new, got pinched. Okay. They put the engine in. Sure. So that was replaced, and that was the end of the problems. But I am thrilled that I did it. It was the right decision because looking at used cars, I don't want anything to do with them. I'm anal like you when it comes to maintenance, yeah. and none of those cars met my standards. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to rebuild the old one. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Good job. No, it was the right thing to do. Good job. I got a three-year G- Three-year GM warranty. These are not reman parts. These are all factory new parts. Good job. So, all right, Mark. Thanks. Day. Appreciate the update. No, Merry yeah. Christmas and and thanks. And yeah, and for those of you that have older cars and you're debating, what do I? You know, Mark's debate was: Do I get rid of it? Do I rebuild it? What do I do? Do I, you know? In his case, he just went ahead and rebuilt it, and he'll have that car now for probably knowing Mark, he'll have it for forever but yeah in some cases taking what you already own you know the history of the vehicle you already know the foundation and what's there yeah you know in my opinion the most environmentally friendly vehicle is the one that's already been built there you go mm-hmm. you are correct justin Very true 100 percent. we had a somebody called in a moment ago they were going to ask the difference between electric versus gas and to justin's point just now um there's a lot of folks out there buying cars thinking they're saving the environment. Number one, it doesn't need saved. Number two, you're not. 
Yeah, you're not. No, you're you're not. And, and I don't care, folks. There's been all sorts of things that have been put out, and there's a lot of seesawing going on back and forth. I read an article Charlie sent me this last week from Motor Trend, where they did a, did a big old write up about how an electric car within about two years of use will surpass the savings. Uh, environmentally speaking, over the gas engine, and no, their numbers are so far off that no, it's not. That's not the case at all. Everything I've looked at and the math that I've done, you're about a 10-year mark or so on an electric car to make it all pay back, environmentally speaking, when it's all said and done. Now, is that the only reason to buy an electric car? Of course not. If you just like driving one, you like the acceleration, you like the feel of it, all of that, you know, that's a whole nother set of of, uh, reasons to to buy one outside of the environmental end of it, if you ask me. So that's that's how I see it. So anyways, uh, lines are open, 303-477-5600. You were talking to, Justin, during the break, we need to mention this on air, about the emissions side of the fence and even vehicles coming in from out of state and so on. Talk publicly about that. Real quick, yeah, especially if we're, you're looking at diesel vehicles, um, especially coming from Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, some of these states around us that don't have emissions uh, regulations, and that does not have the emissions equipment that you need in Colorado. You have got a paperweight, mm-hmm. um, you, you cannot plate that vehicle in Colorado. So keep that in mind when you're when you're buying and, and something. And along those lines, too, I want to make sure I mention too, everybody, we've talked about this some, but Justin, you know, sort of jogged me a minute ago on this. Uh, right now, yes, there are areas where the diesel emissions are not required. Okay, that is currently, and I'm, I'm putting somebody on hold, so hang tight. Uh, Larry, I'll get your call screen. You keep calling back. Hang tight. Larry, I'll get to you in a moment. I'm putting you on hold for a reason. Hang tight. Larry will be right with you, but calling back over and over again isn't going to get you on air any faster. Wait for Larry. He's with a, with another caller, so hang tight. He'll be right with you. But, Justin, my point is we're going to have, in my opinion, statewide diesel emissions, if not all emissions, in the not-too-distant future. Oh, it is oh, coming. Yeah, it's coming. It is absolutely so coming. So just be, in other words, you might in, be in an area where you think, hey, I don't need to worry about passing emissions. You will eventually. And the other thing that we uh, were talking about during break is catalytic converters. Um, If you are buying a vehicle from a private seller, please make sure that vehicle passes emissions before you purchase it. Mm -hmm. Um, If if that vehicle ends up needing a catalytic converter and it's only a five, six, seven thousand dollar vehicle, that catalytic converter could cost you just that much. It's as much as the vehicle. And then purchasing from a dealer. If a dealer has not provided you an emissions test, you only have three business days to get that vehicle through emissions. If you take it to emissions on the fourth or fifth day and it fails, you own that car. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, Mickey, we've got about a minute before we go to break. Go ahead. We'll try to squeeze you in. Go ahead, Mickey. If Unless I have been misinformed, a private seller can be sued in small claims court yes. to... For, <clears throat> make a car that you have sold someone correct pass emissions that is correct so you have the work done then you take them to small claims court to get your money back to make it a compliant car providing you can find them and then you end up with a judgment that you can then enact yes that is correct avoid the situation there's altogether. a lot of variables <laughs> there mickey just, that you just said yeah, just avoid the situation yeah. or, yes. or it's just going to get hairy yeah. for you yes correct but you are yeah. correct technically speaking yes Okay, just thought I'd throw it in. Thank no, you. I, no, I appreciate that. The only issue, and, and again, yeah, Nikki is technically correct, but let me tell you what, folks. Just because you go to small claims, you find the person, the address, you take them, they don't show even. Or you win. They show they, and you win. You got a judgment now. 
Good luck. You still right. got to collect. Yeah. Just because you have a judgment in your favor does not mean you have money in your pocket to fix what Justin just talked about. Yep. Okay? So to Justin's point, just avoid all of that on the front side so you don't have to mess with that period. That's the best way to do it. Absolutely. Have all that done on the front side. Get an emissions. Get it handled. Because in Justin's right a moment ago about the whole cost of catalytic converters. We'll get into more of that maybe in the last hour. Mike, I'll squeeze you in here before we go to our news break. Go ahead, Mike. Hello? Hello, Mike. I got a minute. Okay. Uh, I used to grease all my battery terminals and do yearly maintenance on them. And I bought a big box of uh, this gun oil. Okay. And uh, I don't know what's in that poop, but I cleaned them off, and I thought, well, uh, I'll just I'll just put it put that on there, and see how that works out. And it's held all year long. Nice. nice. Okay. Any brand, Mike? Any specific yeah, brand? Yeah, but I had a brain fart here, and I. That's okay. You know what? I'm going to do this, here. Mike. We're up against the news. If you think of it, call us back. Tell Larry what it is. I'll mention it to everybody else out there that's listening as well. If you've got a specific brand that's worked well, yeah, we will be happy to share that. John and Mike, you guys hang tight. we got another full hour coming your way. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.